The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from cinematographer and best of body storytelling winner, Ian Dodd. Did you know body storytelling is about to turn 15 years old? And we've planned a show for it, a live show. It'll be on Saturday, February 26th, and it's a two-show night at our San Francisco home, The Verdi Club. The 7 p.m. show will be our 15-year anniversary event, and the 10 p.m. show is Best of Body. It's where you get to vote on your favorite storytellers who've taken the stage, and then they get on stage and show us why they were your favorite. There's a link to the tickets in the show notes. Get yours as soon as possible, and I hope to see you on Saturday, February 26th in person. 2020 is a time of new beginnings, and it's probably time for you to bring that attitude to the bedroom. Like a Kitten Couples Box has everything you need to make this Valentine's Day unforgettable. The Valentine's Day Couples Box is a one-stop shop for all your sexy Valentine's Day essentials. Don't waste hours on research. Just grab a Valentine's Couple Box and you will be all set for a spectacular night. You can even enhance your sex with some vibration. The couples box comes with a beautiful heart-shaped vibrator and your choice of a dual arousal cock ring or a red rose anal plug. And if you or your partner is a fan of nipple play, you can make each other's night with a fun feather tickler or sex kitten nipple bells. Has your sex fallen into the same old dull routine? Break those habits with two erotic games to inspire you to play in ways you've never tried before. And right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash Dixie or enter promo code D-I-X-I-E at checkout. Like a Kitten's mission is to help women own their power in all areas of life. A portion of all sales goes to charities that focus on women's empowerment, education, and health so you can feel good about feeling good. Surprise your partner with an amazing Valentine's Couples Box. Just go to likeakitten.com slash Dixie or use promo code Dixie to get 20% off. And there's a link in this episode's show notes. Meow. I'm going to come right out and say it. I love UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious, high-grade silicone lubricant made from clean, body-safe ingredients. UberLube makes sex better for everyone by reducing friction, not sensation. 
It's great for all kinds of play, vaginal, oral, or anal, and thousands of doctors recommend it for its simple ingredient list. We all know lube is the key to maximizing pleasure. And UberLube offers long-lasting performance when you want it, then it quickly dissipates without leaving a sticky residue. It cleans up easily and there's no flavor or scent. Treating yourself well is so important, and here's a way to make that even easier. Right now, UberLube is offering Body Storytelling listeners a special offer. 10% off and free shipping when you use my code DIXIE at uberlube.com. Sex is the best, isn't it? But if you want to make it even better, you want to make sure that your lube is made with the highest quality, most body safe ingredients. And remember, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code Dixie at uberlube.com. When it comes to lubrication, nothing beats it. Uber Lube, it lets you feel what you want to feel. Ready to hear about this week's storyteller? Ian Dodd lived in Los Angeles, where he worked telling other people's stories visually as a cinematographer. He's now retired and lives in Joshua Tree. He'd always wanted to learn to share his own stories, so after attending a number of body live shows, he signed up for my storytelling retreat in the spring of 2019. Three months later, he got up on the body stage for the first time and experienced the liberation and empowerment that comes from being vulnerable in front of hundreds of strangers. Since then, Ian has continued to evangelize for the power of storytelling and has turned many of his friends and family into fans of body, including his own young adult sex-positive kids. But for some reason, they never want to attend the show when he's in the lineup. Ian won Best of Body 2020, where listeners vote for their favorite storytellers, and told this story on stage in San Francisco at our last pre-pandemic show. This storyteller is Ian Dodd. It's about a two-hour drive from Los Angeles to our getaway place out in the little desert town of Joshua Tree. And the whole time, I'm feeling pretty giddy as I think about how this weekend is about to unfold. And I make the last turn onto the dirt road, and I can see our house up at the top of the rise, and I'm, I can barely contain my excitement. And I pull in, and I see Margot's car parked there, but I know the house is empty because she had texted me earlier to say that she and Troy were going hiking, and they wouldn't be back until around noon. So with a little time to myself, I went in, and I prepared a few things, and then I sat down to wait for them. Margo and I met in college, and for about 30 years, we lived a pretty mainstream, vanilla, and monogamous life. But a few years ago, we discovered the world of sex positivity, first through kink and BDSM, and then later through open and poly relationships. So one night a while back, Margo was on OkCupid, and she gets this like and a message from a guy named Troy. Now, the first thing on her profile says that she's in a committed, long-term, open marriage, and there's a picture of the two of us right there. Well, Troy messages her and he says he also is married and they're Polly and would we perhaps be interested in getting together for a drink sometime? So I'm looking over her shoulder as she's scrolling through his profile and I can see he ticks off a lot of her boxes. He's very well educated and articulate. He's not looking for his soulmate or his one and only and he's a dominant. So she messages him back and they make a date for us to get together to meet him and his wife and his wife's boyfriend for drinks. 
few nights later, when we walk into the bar, I can tell immediately that Troy is Margot's type. He's about my height with a shaved head and this close-cropped blonde goatee and these blue eyes that just light up whenever he smiles. Well, about the time the second round of drinks come around, I'm chatting with Rhonda and her boyfriend, and Margot and Troy have gone off to be together at a different part of the bar. And the three of us look over, and I remark that they look kind of like a couple of teenagers in the parking lot outside the school dance. <laughs> Rhonda says, no, that looks more like chemistry class to me. And on the way home that night, Margot tells me that when Troy grasped her by the back of the neck and pulled her in to kiss her, that her knees went kind of weak. So they started seeing each other after that, and she really enjoyed the way that he would tie her up and put clothespins on her nipples and flog her breasts and then send her home wet and ready to fuck some more, much to my delight. <laughs> A few months later, I had the idea of inviting Troy and Julie, my girlfriend at the time, to spend the weekend in Joshua Tree. But because I often work late on Friday nights, I suggested that the two of them might want to go out early to have a night to themselves and that Julie and I would join them on Saturday morning. But as it got closer to that weekend that we had chosen, Julie had to text me to say that her boss needed her to work on Saturday and she was going to have to bail out on us. And of course I was a little disappointed at first, but then I came up with a plan to shift this weekend from less like the orgy scene from Sensate and more to <laughs> the story of O. Because something you need to know about Margot is that she is a voracious reader of erotica. Uh, romance novels, bodice rippers, girl porn, whatever it is, it's all part of her not-so-guilty pleasure. And her absolute favorite are the stories of diminutive damsels who have to submit to one, or even better, two big, strong, dominant men. The other thing you need to know about Margot is that she is anything but a diminutive damsel. She's almost my height. She's got a black belt in Taekwondo. And for fun, she races ocean-going outrigger canoes. So she's kind of a badass. But the idea of kneeling before two alpha males, being told how luscious and desirable she is, being their living, breathing sex toy, oh, that turns her pussy into a puddle. So when Julie canceled on me, the first thing I did was text Troy and say, hey, are you on board for helping me make her fantasy into a reality? So when they came in from their hike, I got up and I greeted her with a kiss and a hug, and I look over her shoulder and Troy's standing there behind her, and he's just smiling and those blue eyes are all lit up because he knows what's coming next. <laughs> Margot looks around and says, where's Julie? I said, well, she had to cancel because she had to work this weekend. She goes, oh, honey, so this isn't turning out to be the weekend we'd planned. And I said, no, but that's okay, because I've got a different plan. She looks at me confused. She turns around, she looks at Troy, and he's just standing there smiling. For the next day and a half, you are going to be our submissive plaything, and we are going to do with you whatever we want. She looks at me stunned. She looks back at Troy, who's just standing there smiling in agreement. <laughs> and as the words slowly sink in, I watch her face melt from shock into delighted surrender. <laughs> so they go get cleaned up from their hike, and I take cover off the hot tub, and pretty soon we're all soaking in the warm water together. Margo's in the middle, and Troy's on one side, and I'm on the other, and he and I are both playing with her boobs and she's playing with our cocks and things are starting to feel a little sexy so that's when I say to her 
why don't you be a good girl and show Troy how we treat our guests? So he takes that as his cue, and he sits up on the edge of the hot tub with his erection staring her in the face. Now, our hot tub has this powerful jet in the bottom that we call the Clitcano. <laughs> yeah, because if you're kneeling over it, and if you have a clit, it blasts this powerful stream of bubbles up and across your clit, which, from what I've heard from friends of mine who have clits, feels amazing. So Margot kneels over it, and she's bending over, and she starts sucking Troy's cock, and I start adjusting the jets to turn the clitcano on for her. And I'm sitting there watching her mouth slide up and down his cock, and the bubbles are roiling around her hips as the, as the clitcano is blasting her in the pussy. And things are starting to get pretty hot, so it doesn't take long before we uh, retire upstairs, and we spend the rest of the afternoon ordering Margot to service us in turn. And that's the beginning of her story of a weekend. So after dinner, we open up the toy bags and we get out the blindfolds and the nipple clamps, the vampire gloves. We set up the massage table with a drop cloth for the wax play, and I plug in the extension cord for the neon wand while Troy gets out several coils of rope. And he tells her to stand up in the middle of the room and to strip and to put her arms behind her back. And being the good submissive that she is, she does exactly as she's told. And he begins to weave this intricate chest harness on her, sliding the, uh, the rope over and around and under her breast to make them stand out and vulnerable to the flogging that they're about to get. And for the next couple of hours, there's a lot of kneeling and spanking and ice and hot wax. And at a certain point, Troy grasps her by the back of the neck and he pulls her in to kiss her like he did that first night they met. While I'm standing behind her and I'm whispering in her ear things like, you're being such a good girl for your dominance tonight. Thank you, sir. I said, I am so going to enjoy watching you suck Troy's cock while I fuck you from behind. Whatever you like, sir. And I slide my hand between her legs, and I slowly drag my fingers across either side of her pussy. And they come up wet, and I know she's getting really turned on by all of this, so it's time to move things to the couch. Now, we have this fabulous leather couch that was just designed for sex. You can, you can slide the back out of the way, and it leaves this big, broad platform. And it's got these padded arms that are wide enough that you can actually lay on your back with your feet touching the floor. So we order Margaret to lay down and spread her legs so that I can get my face right up in her pussy. And, and Troy's feeding her his heart on from above. And I'm licking her clit, and I've got a couple of fingers sliding in and out of her, and I'm pushing up against her G-spot. She's rolling and pushing her hips up against my mouth, and I can read her body, and I know things are really ramping up for her. So that's when I decide it's time to take her fantasy to the next level, to a place that she's only dreamt of. And I say to her, are you ready to take on both of us now? She's like, yes, sir. Good, because I'm about to own your ass while Troy's in your pussy. Oh, yes, please, sir. So he and I both roll on condoms, and I direct him to lay down on the wide arm and for Margot to straddle his cock. And she bends over and leans on his chest, presenting her beautiful ass to me. And with a generous slathering of silicone lube and a couple of deep breaths and some patience, my cock slowly slides into her ass. And I can feel Troy's cock right next to it, separated by just that thin membrane in between. And I'm trying to imagine what it must be like for her to feel filled up like this. 
But the tangle of six legs and the sort of out of sync stroking and the challenge of getting three sets of sexy bits in the same place, it meant that we weren't going to win any AVN porn awards for our first double penetration. But even so, I love being the creator, the powerful creator of my partner's experience. But it wasn't just her fantasy of being lusted after and overpowered and used by a couple of dominants that was being fulfilled. Because actually that scenario was, had always been my favorite fantasy for many, many years. And I had been thinking about why did it have such an erotic charge for me? You know, we all walk through the world with our wounds and our scars. For me, there had always been this deep sense of never being enough. When I was a kid, I wasn't athletic enough or I wasn't creative enough, and as I got older, I wasn't driven enough, or when it came to sex, I wasn't man enough. But, you know, growing up in the 70s, there was this series of really cheesy TV ads for double mint gum. <laughs> you remember it. It was the one with the pair of super hot identical twins that were either playing tennis in short skirts or riding their bikes on the beach, and the guys were tripping over themselves. Yeah. Well, the sexual undertones of those messages were not lost on this teenage kid. You know, if one was good, two was better. And if I just chewed double mint gum, I might someday be enough for them. But that weekend in Joshua Tree, I was the powerful creator who brought that fantasy to life for her by drafting another man onto my team. And that was enough to turn that double mint slogan upside down. Double your pleasure, double your fun. With double doms, double doms, two are better than one. Margo, my lover and my friend Look at this picture, we've come so far since then It was 40 years ago when we saw Emmylou Many years inside the bedroom, it was me and you Well, I spent years as a monogamous mini-man Learn what I cannot do, cunnilingus can I've been the only one your body responded to Except for Mr. Purple, who lives in your nightstand Until something awoke inside of us both When we read Fifty Shades of Grey both of us spoke a consensual oath I will be your Christian grave It was 40 years ago when we saw Amy Lou We have been together ever since then And if I had another 40 I could spend with you It'd be too soon for our love to end
Since our foundation is strong, the walls are flexible. We have found the match to reignite the fire. Don the role of the submissive and we'll worship you. There's the damsel of adulation and desire. Something awoke inside of us both when we read Fifty Shades of Grey. Both of us spoke of consensual oath. I will be your Christian grave. It was forty years ago when we saw Emmy Lou. We have been together ever since then. And if I had another forty I could spend with you, it'd be too soon for our love to end. Oh my Margo, oh my lover, oh my friend Let's close up shop and leave behind L.A. Head out Joshua Treeway Think of all the adventures, partners, private Parts that we will play Only if they come our way Did you catch the pun there Coming our way Now you let me take control And I submit to you Doesn't matter to us Who that might confuse just like 40 years ago when we saw Emmy Lou, I have your ticket here. Come with me if you choose. It was 40 years ago when we saw Emmy Lou. We have been together ever since then. And if I had another 40 I could spend with you, it'd be too soon. Our love will never end. Oh, my Margo, oh, my lover, oh, my friend. Can I go down on you again? Put away, Mr. Purple. That song was Margot, a custom song written by our own Jefferson Berge to commemorate the 40th anniversary of Margot and Ian's first date. Jefferson Berge does a live YouTube show every Monday night, and it's free. So check it out. You can hear all the songs he's written for Body, plus many more. I'm so grateful. Our Patreon members are how Body is still kicking. Live shows were how we paid the bills, but those have been mostly non-existent for the last two years, you know? I want you to become a member right now, so I've extended this very special offer for new Patreon members. Join now and you'll receive a custom piece of art with a personal thank you, and inside, a set of collectible body stickers. Ready to unlock your sexuality? 
I'll include a golden key with private access to our clubhouse. Plus, you'll get access to every single Body Livestream replay from the pandemic. All for joining Body's Patreon at the $10 a month level or higher. I've extended this Patreon special offer through the end of January because supply chain issues are a thing, but it won't last long, so join now. You can dream about what's coming in 2022 as you finger that little golden key. Attach it to your keychain or necklace and flag your love for sex, kink, gender, and story for all those in our secret society to recognize. Body is all about acceptance and empathy, and I want Patreon to be a place for everyone to feel comfortable sharing their own stories, because Body is your very own secret safe space where you can listen, tell, and connect on a deeper level. If you love sexuality, gender, and kink, join your new body friends who will share openly from their own lives, telling you their real-life tales of kink, polyamory, and sexual expression that will inspire you to make your own adventurous dreams come true. Discover what pleasure awaits you in the body speakeasy. But hurry, this offer ends soon. Go to patreon.com body. There's a link in the show notes. And I'll see you inside. Well, that's our time for this week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Written reviews are the best. This podcast, because it makes a huge difference for other people finding us. And I also want to say thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to Mosa Maxwell-Smith, David Grossoff, Donald Mooney, Joe Moore, and podcast producer Roman Din Haudiker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. This has been episode 209 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh,